Good morning and welcome to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and Michael Gaines on 9:20 a.m. and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. You turn around like boy, quit talking to me. Yeah, he could pick you up in a limousine. You'd look back like what you mean. Just worry about more important things. Boys are not the middle. Always in the middle. Good morning, St. Louis. You're now tuned in to St. Louis Live. A little rusty, huh? <clears throat> I forgot how microphones work. <clears throat> Chris Denman. That's my name. Hey, Chris. All right, Chipper. Coming here with that pink eye and good attitude. I don't mm, want to hear it. I'm, I'm just rubbing it on the mic. Leave for Stully. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines bringing you St. Louis Live just like we do five days a week. 7 to 10 a.m. here on 920 AM WGNU and streaming online at weareliveradio.com. Big show today, fellas. Everybody excited? Very big show. That was Happy my Friday! Ed- that, was, that was much. Trav, man, we were supposed to have that meeting where Gaines talks mm. less. <laughs> that was only two words. <laughs> it was a very impactful two words. <laughs> Gaines has become my entire family's favorite Radio He's everybody's Big everybody. With you know who's Big with the family. You know who's you know who's everybody's favorite. Anyone but me. <laughs> <laughs> Old grumpy Chris has no fans. <laughs> My uh, even the people we do bit we got new clients on. They're like, yeah, what's up with Trav and Gaines? I'm like, I've been meeting with you for a month. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're the actual actual just straight up sales oh, guy. Man, they think I'm some. They're like, oh, you must be a guy off the street. Straight commission? Did you find the ad on Craigslist? <laughs> is that is that what you do, sir? Dude, cool I, side part, dork. Dude, I'm a co-creator. <laughs> I co-host the show. What do you What do you mean? No, nothing like my father uh, calling me like at eight o'clock in, in the evening, uh, not necessarily to check up on me and uh, specifically see how I'm doing. He wanted to know, hey, why isn't Gaines talking enough? Talking too damn much. That makes sense. I agree with the man. Hey, and you know what? All this excitement about uh, Pink Eye McGee coming back into the uh, into the fold. Good God! Uh, I almost forgot, but I wouldn't ever forget. Oh, damn! One Mister Matthew Ehrenreich of Edward Jones. Edward Jones making sense of investing. Member SIPC. It's the Ehrenreich seven o'clock hour. Celebrate good, Aaron Wright. Come on. Come on. 7 a.m. Wake up. That's enough. Coffee. That's yeah. Hot tea. Vroom, vroom. Matthew Aaron Reich, Edward Jones. You got to go see him, Trav. Oh, yeah? What's, what's, uh, where's he located? I, I don't know. I would ask Siri, but I feel like you have the answer. 191 Watson Plaza. Nice. St. Louis, Missouri, 63126. You know what? Do him a favor. Give him a call at his office, 314-965-0374. You okay with that, Trav? Word to Gaines? the I'm good. It's the Matthew Ehrenreich, Edward Jones, 7 a.m. hour. We're going to get lots of talking in. We'll probably knock out all of our um, MVTs or most of our MVTs this hour. Later on, we're going to get into some morning melee. We got fair foul for the people. We'll give away a... First of all, no, don't you do it. I heard your damn impersonation yesterday, Gaines, and I wanted to vomit if I already wasn't. I was just copying off of yours, Travis. No, it was not. <clears throat> Allow me now that it's back. <clears throat> okay, so f- we'll do fair or foul, but it's not the old school fair or foul. We just say things. It's for... It's for the people. <laughs> it's the worst I've ever heard. Gaines, um... I don't know if you noticed. Look at that. And I can't believe you allowed him to do it. That's what ticks me off. For the people. Oh, that's so good. He's got it. Uh, That's because he's husky and white like Tom Hardy was in the film. Yeah, Yeah, keep talking smack. Gaines, that eye ain't looking too pink today, is it? (laughs) Yeah, I think we got a uh, dog ate my homework situation going on here. Hey, we don't oh well, homework. Trav didn't come in yesterday. Guess what we did? What you guys You're do? having lunch with Kankles next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a tender date I wasn't aware of. It's a bit closer grinder, but you're in, pal. Our choice, probably Southtown Pub. Nice. But it could be somewhere funnier that doesn't sponsor us. I'm going to say, uh, as long as Kankles know that I only drink three buckets of beer. 
Only three. Yeah. That's all I can do. On a new on a new liquid diet, Kanks. <laughs> Chris said he's paying for the first one. You got and, the rest. And by buckets of beer, I mean buckets of Hennessy. That, that's Looking exactly right. Looking forward to that $900 tab. Yeah, we got people texting in already. If you're not surprised, 314-880-0808 is how you reach us. Text in, call in. We love hearing from everybody. And uh, follow the fun on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're very active in there. We are very active in the Friends of Wall private Facebook group. Today, during the Matthew Ehrenreich, Edward Jones, 7 o'clock hour, my friends, let's discuss some MVTs. Let's, uh, let's set the stage for the show. Who do we have coming in the 8 o'clock hour, you ask, Travis? Hey, Chris, I wasn't looking at the rundown, so I'm not sure. Who's coming in at the 8 o'clock hour? My good friend and fellow roast enthusiast, Rel Battle. Ooh, the, the I say roast enthusiast. He created I'm about roast to say, battle. The pioneer. Who better? Who better for you to rip off jokes from? Absolutely. We're about a week away from our very own Target Practice Live. Pew, 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 and we're going to have a conversation with one Rel Battle, and we'll discuss the origins of his creation and how he can help us make sure that our roast battle next week Rel, is off the chain. Rel, well, how, how do we make it to, to network TV like you? <laughs> and cable. <laughs> Probably deep cable, too. You seem busy. We're doing this radio thing. We try a live show once in a while. Rel Battle, he's going to be joined by our friend Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien, top of the morning to you. How was that? Is that better? How was that, Gainsey? That was like, no. That is racist as hell. Thank you, you, Jim. All right. Travis has spoken. Hipster at Tower Grove South, Texas, and I'm on all liquid diet. It consists of only Travis. Oh, Blue. no, 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 no. Mike Lee's no, no, no. space bar is uh, upset. He's ashamed at the things he said. Now that he knows that Travis's actual father listens. You will address, you will address, you will address him as Dr. Daddy Terrell. That, that works. Yeah. That works for me. Uh, need pics of the sponsor and his sandals and socks from Pepe. <laughs> talking, about, uh, talking about that. Hey, before we get into our MVTs, I love phone calls right off the bat. We got Mike Lee's Space Bar on the line. Hey, Mike Lee's Space Bar. Good morning to you. Travis, how you feeling? Are you okay? I am doing fine. My His eye, eye is not even pink. It's not it, even slightly pink. It's white as this show, my friend. Well, well, you know what? Then it worked. Me and Maddie Bear, we were up all night. We were assembling prayer warriors. Ah, and I mean, yes. we, were, we were getting after it. So you know what? Our prayers worked. <laughs> God bless you, my brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you so, so well, much. Well, hey, hey, listen. I got someone here that wants to talk to you, okay? Give me one second. Oh, Christ. Oh, boy. Oh. Ah, you think darkness is your ally. You don't need to talk to Uncle Bane. It's Uncle Bane. see the light until I was already a man. Oh. And there was nothing to me but blinding. Oh. I love you, Uncle Vane. <laughs> Thank Mike Lee's space bar. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, 7 10 in the Matthew Aaron Reich Edward Jones. Take long. 7 o'clock hour, and we're off and running. Chris, how would Bane react if he goes to a breakfast place and the waitress spills hot coffee on Bane's feet? While he has on sandals, how would Bane react? Not on my rainbows. <laughs> that kind of sounded like the... Not on my rainbows. That sounds like Elaine's boss from Seinfeld. It did. That's did it? who it did sound. Oh, yeah. Peterman. Peterman, yeah. Yeah, Jay Peterman. <laughs> Buy the Himalayan walking shoe. <laughs> you use the dop roast. Oh, man. Rhino's Nest trying to get in early and often today. We know he loves hogging on mic time. Oh, yeah. Uh, But you know what? We also haven't said hello properly. Oh, yeah. To our man on the board this morning. It's Giamatti. Oh, greetings, nobleman. (laughs) (laughs) Drop an okie doke on me. Hit you with the Euro step. Boom, boom. (laughs) Boom, boom. I like it. I love it. Oh, wow. I want some more That's of such it. a great song. I mean, when Tupac recorded that back in the 90s, I was like, man, that's a game changer. Who's not going to love that song? That was Pac, am I correct? Sweet, the black guy's pretending he has a father, no less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bernanski's Batwick. Uh, I think you know a drop for that one, Giamatti. That is racist as hell. Thank you very much. Good call, Trav. Wow, man, Giamatti. <laughs> 
Can you believe the the curveball he just dropped on us? Man, he just threw rude. a little Uncle Charlie on that ass. I know. It's Friday. <laughs> I was kind of look. I thought he would sing, and he didn't even. Uh, Knees buckling in the, in the in the batter's box. It's a conscientious objector. <laughs> Not you. feeling a devil today. Uh, let's get into it. Let's do some MVT. MVT, MVT starts now. Oh, hey, Carl. Stepping on Carly. Oh, sorry, I forgot Carly did do that. <laughs> oh, man. So MVTs today. We'll knock them out probably all in this 7 o'clock hour. Why the hell not? we got a full show, brother. Trav, what do you want to talk about today? Well, are I, you are you want to you want to talk about yours first? Does I, it no, matter? No, are you I think, being well, selfish? Well, no, I'm, I'm going to go last okay. because I want that to be first. What's your What's your topic later on? My topic later on, I want it to be now, though. I want to go I want to go first, so last. Can, do you guys see what I'm dealing with? Guys, this is my first day back. I don't know how this Gaines, works. what's your MVT today? Uh, my MVT is this dude in Columbia, Missouri sued Hershey. Yeah, what did Hershey do? And he's like, Not enough Whoppers in the box. <laughs> or in Reese's Pieces in his box. Why didn't he just go back to the Burger King and say, Hey, man, can I get some milk? No, 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 no. no. Like the Whoppers, like the chocolate the chocolate candy. Oh, those, oh, those oh, okay. Those oh, and so Hershey he, doesn't make like Whoppers. Whoppers. I don't know. I, didn't know. I thought maybe Hershey bought Burger King overnight, and I wasn't aware of it. I mean, considering that I have to watch those yeah, how about, Return of the Mac commercials. They, they ruined Return of the Mac. They how do you ruin destroyed it. it. I can't believe it. What a great it. song, and they just ruined it. I, wanna, I, think, I haven't seen it. What is it? It's the Burger King guy, you know, and then Return of the Mac is playing. It's Return. Turn of the Mac and Cheetos. The Mac, there's the a Mac and Cheetos, Cheetos that you can buy now at Burger King, and they have remixed Man. Return of the Mac. They have remixed it, and now they have once an hour during out the game. No, no, no. They want the world to absolutely be constipated on Mac and Cheetos. You guys, hello. Oh boy, uh, look like we're. Little mic issue. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> mic issues well, on games. Try it out, Gaines. What do we got? Let's see what he... um... <laughs> awesome. Oh, my, dreams, my dreams have come true. <laughs> Yay. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hey, Chris. It's like, like us back again. Oh, it's like, man. like 2016? I think I'm back. I'm oh, back. damn. Oh, man. Nice. Return oh. of the Gaines. No. Oh. This is... Turn- <laughs> Too much excitement for the uh, for the seven o'clock hour. Chris so, Demon, what is your? Oh, you want to you want to preview that some more because that sounds really interesting. No, I've got more Gain, for you later. Gains oh, okay. with a food story. Shocking. Who saw that mm. coming? All right, Chris, who's your uh, most valuable topic? Little M I C Mike or little M I K E issue? Couldn't tell. Ooh. Does someone have low T? Ooh. <laughs> he ain't had bread in three years. I haven't. What's it? Still having a little mic issue. <laughs> now this feels like an old show. <laughs> hey Chris, remember we used to do this back at eight to ten. It used to be just you and I. The board ops falling asleep <laughs> mid mid show. Had all these things happening. Uh, I want to get into uh, the Cardinals. We'll break that down a little bit. Uh, another disappointing night on the West Coast, uh, and it's a it's a shame we don't have Mister L A. Uh, ben Hockman to call in today. He did call in yesterday. Did he go to L.A.? He's Hollywood. He's just so Hollywood. Oh, who the hell yeah. do you think he is? Yeah, he's so Hollywood. You think he, we are live. He can go out to L.A. and do L.A. things. That's right. Trav, what do you want to get into? Well, Chris, I think the best way to get into today's conversation is to discuss the greatest athlete on the planet and his sec. John Bones Jones. No, 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 no. Not even close. Because uh, John Bones, he does... Um, what do the kids call booger sugar? What? Allegedly. <laughs> but this oh, wait, gentleman. Oh, mic's working. I hear heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's salivating because for the seventh. Oh, my God. Seventh. Ah, cut seventh. Turn my mic off. I don't want to be a part of this. Seventh. Consecutive. Go. Consecutive Go. season. Go. LeBron, the King James, returns to the NBA Finals. Last night, as the Cleveland Cavaliers crushed your Boston Celtics, Chris. Sorry, my brother. And not a top of the morning to the folks in Massachusetts today. As LeBron James and Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> The Cavaliers absolutely dominated a strong performance again by Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, and, of course, LeBron James. And LeBron James in last night's game is now the all-time leading scorer in playoff game, surpassing a gentleman you may have heard of, Michelle Jordan. 
I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Also known in America as Michael Jordan. Okay. So LeBron James last night doing what LeBron James does best. Seven consecutive NBA Finals, Chris. How insane is that? And today in modern sports, how absolutely insane. That's, that's pretty insane. Especially considering, and I mean, yes, we will look at the Miami years, but... Those early years when you had uh, when he was with Cleveland and there was Mo Williams and your coach was Mike Brown, for you to make those appearances under the talent that he used to have, and then of course obviously he had strong talent in Miami and has very good talent right now obviously in Cleveland, but LeBron James uh, to get to seven consecutive I think when he first entered the league I don't think we had any idea that he was going to be this damn good we were hoping there was a lot of hype naturally. We were thinking, ah, this kid's going to be very good, and a lot of people. Well, you get let down. I mean, and you're you're supposed to get let down. It just it's not you. You just it's generally not feasible to be the greatest at anything, or especially when you're one th- of the greatest. When you tell a 17 year old kid that he's going to be the greatest or one of the greatest ball the players, the chosen ball one was the title Absolutely. on the magazine cover. I remember when he was on Sports Illustrated's cover when he was 16. I remember it too, and I remember immediately thinking, why would the media do this? Why would you absolutely ruin this kid like this coming from Akron, Ohio, single parent household and one of the poorest parts of the country. And you're putting this, what I thought at the time, this major burden on this kid's shoulders and people had no problem throwing his name and Michael Jordan's name in a sentence. And I thought, man, that is, that's crippling for a young kid. That's simply unfair to watch LeBron handle not only that burden, but take it as a point of pride and run with it. He has, in my opinion, and Gaines, this is this is your homie, so I'm going to let you take the rest of this MVT away. He, not only did he embrace it, but he wears it as a badge of honor. And he has exceeded my expectations. He's exceeded. Like, I did not anticipate LeBron. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I can literally entertain a conversation, Chris, where... I'm okay with discussing LeBron and Jordan in the same sentence. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, given where we were at whenever uh, Jordan was, we saw literally the whole the whole thing about all of Jordan's greatness and everything. I mean, we were we were too we weren't born whenever he was doing it in college, but we we were the perfect age to Absolutely. grow up with Jordan, watch the whole thing happen. So even just even if he wasn't far and away number one. We would have just been in love with him too. Sure. So to hear you say that, yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. Gaines, this is your boy. All of this, and you can uh, you can tell us how you think he's going to fare in the finals against another monster in Golden State. Yeah, I'm, I'm on record saying the Warriors are going to win in five games, and I still do believe that because I just think it, the one thing that they have is a is a great offense, but a great defense, and the Cavs do not have that, and usually. When you run into something like that, that team wins. But on LeBron, I mean, it's just, I think the most amazing part about all of this is we still probably have a very long way to go in writing his legacy. Yeah. And he continues to play at this high of a level. You you would think it would start to taper off, but there's no signs in pointing that it is. So until he gives us a reason to think that, I think we need to start believing that like this guy this guy has the potential to have 12 or more finals appearances in his career. Absolutely. Which is absolutely absurd. He's he's already this is his eighth. Yeah. Um the the thing about the whole MJ only playing 15 seasons, LeBron coming into high school, I don't know why it's used against him. I don't either. Because he's he's that great of an athlete at 18 and continues to live up to every expectation and not only stays healthy, takes really great care of his body, and is able to put in all these performances every time. And just we saw, because as we do when LeBron does anything, there's a bunch of people on the other side who want to talk about other things. We saw about LeBron did it in 212 games, MJ 179. Just to that point, I just want to let everybody know, LeBron did it on fewer field goal attempts, 4,379 to MJ's 4,497. And LeBron James is not a scorer. He can be a scorer. Sure. That's how good of a basketball player is. He can score at will whenever he wants. You'll look up and he's like, oh, there's 32 points for LeBron James. But this guy is also going to lead in playoff assists. He, yep. might, he might very well lead 
or second, most likely second in all time assists as right. a small forward. Right. I mean, it's it's absurd. Last well, to see watching some of the game last night and how many years ago was it that Darren Williams was viewed as uh, as one of he, he would have been in the top five or ten NBA players. Yeah, he was a perennial all star. He was paid as such. Yeah, he was paid as such. Was one of the best point guards in the in the game. And seeing him, it was. It was surreal to see that because I don't watch as much as you guys do. It was surreal to see Teron Williams, the point, a point guard, his entire life. And I just did. The, I was like, I wonder how many times in his career he's done this. It's probably one of those things where it's under one percent of his career prior to playing with LeBron James, where he comes in, balls inbounded to him. LeBron goes, uh, uh-uh, I'll be taking that up. For sure. <laughs> one of the greatest, at one time, one of the greatest point guards on the planet who was considered a franchise changer. Yeah. Not. Didn't work out like that. But to see somebody like, and I know, he, and again, I know he's a different player now, all, all that good stuff. Well, there we go. A little fun from our phone, huh? <laughs> Let's rock it out. Uh, but you see that happening. That was a little slice of surreal for me last night to see that happen. And it just a, it's just a reminder. Um. Last night, LeBron also became third all time. Yeah, he's and, one uh, now behind your, your you're one of your favorite players of all time, Reggie Miller. Yes, third all time in all time threes, playoff threes. That's insane. And he, I, he has over double the amount of MJ threes in the playoffs. That's insane. And I and again, I I think it's look, Chris pointed to that. I we grew up watching Jordan, so we're not a bunch of you know, high school kids that just rolled out of bed and start watching the NBA a few years ago. We had the opportunity We're to We're not Richard Pritchard sending in the uh, Steph Curry meme. Always appreciate that. Thank you, Richard Pritchard. But, no, we, we grew up watching uh, We grew up watching Jordan. I, I still, to this day, idolize Jordan. I'll go back and watch those Jordan tapes, especially in the playoffs. It's surreal. Jordan put an entire league on his shoulders and brought it to prominence, put it where it is today. And so I'm not taking anything away from the great Michael Jordan. I think, though, you can still acknowledge the greatness that's in front of us. And I think the thing that frustrates me about certain media types, I don't think this is everyone, but there's are, there are those who get paid <clears throat> 8 to $10 million from Fox Sports 1 that have made their career being on the opposing side of LeBron James. And I think those who follow in those footsteps are absolutely foolish and are undermining the sport. What LeBron James is doing is one of the greatest athletic feats we'll ever witness, ever, ever, in any sport, at any time in history. What we're witnessing is pure greatness. And how effortless it was for LeBron last night, a guy that acknowledged, hey, I sucked it up the previous two games because I was under the weather, I wasn't feeling good. A place where that's been a nightmare for him. Boston. Boston has been the team that has been just a thorn in LeBron's side. His entire career for him to go in, and I understand that the Celtics were without Isaiah Thomas, but he easily dispatched them last night. And the fact that he has now, again, made everyone else around him better, that's what you ask of your greats. It's great that LeBron can go out there and go 34, 35, 15, and 10. That's amazing. How can LeBron get everyone else involved? Kyrie Irving is a better player. Kevin Love is playing the best of his career. Kevin Love right now in the playoffs just looks like the Kevin Love in Minnesota. And we always said, well, we'll find out what Kevin Love is really about once he gets to in the playoffs. And Kevin Love is showing up. Tyron Lue. you stick Kevin Love on another garbage, like if he went to the Lakers right now, sorry, bro. Damn. If you, if you sent him, he would score 35 a game because he had to. Probably because he, right, he had to. And saying that right now, and I think that's the thing that has me excited, is that both of these teams, the Warriors and Cavs, they are who they are comfortable in being. They're gonna, the Warriors are going to try to play their style. Cleveland's going to play their style. And they, both, and they both legitimately don't really like each other. So that's what makes for it. And then we have the history. Remember, of course, we had a year of memes before the Falcons became the team that choked. There were the Golden State Warriors and the endless 3-1 jokes. I can assure you. Golden State wants to absolutely throw that back in the Internet's face, NBA's face, and, of course, the Cavaliers' face. I, I am finally ecstatic, only because we're finally at the NBA Finals. This is what P- we wanted. Game one, here we are, NBA Finals. PB's pancreas, he is a leader 
of varsity basketball players. Ooh, okay. He, like he's texting in, and I want to say that he's a leader. leader. He's a higher coach than you'll ever be. <laughs> well, no. High, well, there was a marijuana joke in there somewhere. But PB's Pancreas, Cleveland doesn't play defense? Multiple question marks. Got him going, guys. Oh, oh boy. Only fifth in the league in total defense. This series is going to be one for the ages. Don't forget that the Cavs are the defending champs and the GOAT is going to put on a show. Show some respect, Gaines. That would make me the happiest person on earth. But if you think that Cleveland is a good defensive team, I don't know what to tell you. 314-880-0808. Ray King weighing in. Do we have the Ray King drop? I'm, I'm hungry for it. LeBron did mention that. He says LeBron's a phenomenal athlete, has the potential to be the GOAT, but can he just stop the flopping? That's the NBA. Everyone does flopping. Kobe did it. it. And, yeah, it's just the way it is. And, yeah, he probably does a little bit more. I think you should enjoy it because there is no other lot in life that could bring you someone of LeBron's physical stature getting dominated in any way, shape, or form. Right. I think, uh, yeah, essentially at the end of this series – We could have, as far as the most three-point field goals made in the playoffs, you could have LeBron at two and essentially Steph Curry at three. So, yeah, Steph Curry uh, is at 295, LeBron at 319. So, knowing Steph Curry, this goes four games. At some point, he will obviously pass Manu Ginobili and uh, eventually, I think, Reggie Miller. This is going to be a fun series, and I think, I think Gaines, I think Gaines is right in that he suggested that he believes the series going five in favor of the Warriors. What LeBron is is the incredible outlier, and that's why I think that I think it will be a competitive series. I have the Warriors in seven, but I, I can't. After seeing what LeBron has done over the last twelve months, I can't sit up here and say confidently that the Warriors will have their way, even with, of course, the addition of Kevin Durant. LeBron just, when he's on the court, it's just just an easy game changer. So I think it will come down to the benches. I think what we saw yesterday, of course, with Deron Williams and Corver coming off the bench, that rotation is going to be don't, important compared to don't what Don't just we, brush over Kyle Corver. Oh, I'm not. But Kyle Corver is your father's age. But he still can <laughs> shoot. And he's still, you know, but I, I think that's what it's going to ultimately come down to, the rotations, the second teams. What they do when Clay's on the bench and Steph's on the bench and Kevin's out there by himself and vice versa. Three-point specialist, left-handed reliever, punter, Mm -hmm. or stretching your career three more years being a professional pinch hitter. Not a DH. Which one would I want? want? Oh, that's because you got the Sam, Sam Perkins made a nice little living at the end of his career being the the. But the left-handed the reliever can go to like he's forty-two, forty-three, Could. and only has to work what would be considered maybe three and hours Jason, a week. The three-point specialist has to play defense at some point. Exactly, and, and the left-handed reliever, like I say, if you get that Randy Choate deal where you only have Jason to... Jason Giambi got to hang out in Denver for. For three or four uh, years. Randy Cho collected at least a check for $1.52 million for working punter? what we could consider I'm going two punter. hours a week. Punter? Uh, you're pretty far punter. away, mm-hmm. and you're not, you don't have to kick a field goal. Uh, punter, though, if you kick one and then the other guy has to return it, those guys trying to return it and trying to block you, they can knock your block off. I kick and run the sidelines. <laughs> don't be that punter, Gaines. I'm not... I'm, Statistically, I'm probably not going to make a play, so why even try? I go left-hand reliever. I can go until I'm 44, making $1.5 million, working what would be considered one hour a week. Yeah, but you got to go to work a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you show up, and half the time you're flirting with the fans. Uh, 314 text again. How would you idiots get back on the air? <laughs> That's a good question. That's, Thank you. That's a fair I, question. We, that, uh, I, good yeah. Friday to you, sir. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Carlos Danger. I haven't seen LeBron star in a half animated movie yet. That's a good point. MJ for life. That's a good point. South City Tone, a shoeless, shirtless, seven-year-old man showed up to hotel breakfast. Am I right to be upset by this? No. No. When you're 70, you you can do do that, that too. How about uh, 636? Let's continue this LeBron James Paul washing in the (laughs) 8 and 9 o'clock hours. 8 o'clock rail battle. Sean (laughs) O'Brien joining us. That one caught me off guard. Sean O'Brien joining us. They have shows at Funny Bone all weekend long. And then 9 o'clock hour, I didn't even, I got so excited during uh, the beginning of the Matthew Ehrenreich, Edward Jones, 7 o'clock hour. The great Ken Bone in, in studio during Back the 9 o'clock the hour. Our friend, uh, our friend Jader Melt is going to take a bunch of pictures 
and post them online. We got the rhino's nest in full form, furrowing his brow. Jim Adi behind the glass. More people texting in. Dave with the cauliflower ear with the most pertinent news of the day. What is that? FYI, yeah. Ben Askren, former Mizzou Tiger, one of uh, very few Mizzou Tigers with the national champion very, around his name. Very, 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 very. Uh, fights in about two hours if you wanted to talk St. Louis on St. Louis Live. <laughs> ben Askren is fighting. Is ben Askren a friend of the show. No, it's one, it's one, and he's fighting in Southeastern Asia, and he's going to put a whooping on the guy he's fighting. Uh, it, I'm so tired of Ben fighting over there. I just want him in the UFC. I don't, just, I don't, I don't want him care. in the UFC. I want him in. I want him in Stanford, Connecticut, right next to my good friend Triple H and Vince McMahon. Stanford, has- Connecticut. An office reference uh, at well seven thirty-two a.m. Mark it down. Everybody. Oh, Ben Askren is a stud, and I, if Ben Askren actually performed in this time zone, I, we would absolutely discuss him in depth. But I really wish he would just. I'm with you. Leave that crap over there in Southeast Asia. Come home and take on CM Punk at WrestleMania in New Orleans next April. Do it. Do it, Ben. Do uh, it. That was the mayor of St. Chuck asking how we got back on the air. He, just to clarify, Matty Bear, <laughs> basketball talk makes me want to hang out with Buffa and the mayor of St. Chuck. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. That's uh, fighting That's in there. Funny. You guys are so nice to each other. Ray That's King fun. texting in. Are we just going to pass up the fact that Trav called... Darren Williams, Daron. I didn't call him Darren Williams, did I? No, he says his name is Darren. You called him Daron. I thought it was Daron. I call him Daron because we brothers. We we is we is brothers. You like that? I don't Gabe? like that because what are you implying no. there? With no, that I said grammar? we is. We- I was speaking. <laughs> Thank you, Giamatti. Yeah, get his ass. <laughs> oh, man. Ken Bone joining us at Ken Bone. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him about. We can talk some politics. I want to know what's going on with Ken, man. That's a crazy rise. To fame, you had it happen. He was uh, asked the the question, and he he took the nation's heart by storm. Yeah. The bone zone, the bone, the zone? bone zone, baby. And then he got a sweet ass eyes eye deal. Yeah, oh, we bring, and then, oh, then we get some eyes eyes. Oh, uh, I mean that would be crazy if you brought <laughs> eyes eye shirts for us today. But you know, it's whatever. Yeah, maybe I'm so. in an eyes eye commercial. You are in that eyes icon. Your hand is, isn't it? No, like my body, but I don't think you really can see my face. I don't know if that was your body. I was certain. I was like, oh, that's an elbow slash fist of game. I'll get it. But you were in there. That's pretty. You were. Yeah. So Ken Bone, was in that commercial. star of the debates at Wash U. He I was. Would say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He was holding people accountable that night. He, he was, was like, listen he here. Was great. And listen I'm here, excited. Trump. Listen here, Hillary. Super nice Here in guy. St. Louis. Do you like emos or not? I think that was his question. My, I think what what I find interesting is, as we all, if you're being honest, it's it was bound to happen. The backlash against Ken Boat, there was backlash. Like, what? what? Yeah. Like, that was so silly. Like, People I thought, did. I was like, all you have is a guy who's a family dude. He asked a question in a spot. Handled it like a pro. I remember uh, when the, the proverbial fire got started. He came on TMA. On the old station, mm-hmm. and then he went from like forty Twitter followers to two hundred thousand in about what six hours, mm-hmm. something like that. So we uh, we are excited to talk to Ken Bone. He'll be in uh, <laughs> he'll be in studio. I'll give this show two months. Jim, the big tuna Halpert, texting in. Nice. Uh, Maddie Bear has never hung out with me, and I was the ball washing. Comic. Okay, okay, All right. So no, uh, yeah, I remember the controversy. Like everyone didn't realize that Ken Bone was in NWA. I thought a lot of people that really took people by surprise. Who yeah. knew that he was in that famous uh, rap group in the nineties? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pumped. So we've got a phone call. We'll take in just a second. But uh, Cardinals lost last night, guys. Uh, I did not know if they did. I, I'm going to be completely. I've told oh, you didn't stay up and watch the entire. Hell no! I'm surprised I made it through all four quarters of the Cavaliers Celtics game. And uh, but it looks like. Uh, Cardinal Gaines, you, when this morning though, I know he's your MVT. So, but we've been sharing with Gaines because I, apparently it's in his contract now that we have to do that. But Gaines was not happy with Mike Matheny's performance last night. I don't know what happened because I don't know if you guys heard, but I do a morning show that's the fastest growing morning show in St. Louis on this particular radio station. So, therefore, I didn't have time for Cardinals in LA. But according to Gaines, Mike Matheny. Needs to be held accountable today. 
Yeah, I just it's one of those games where I think a better manager keeps you in it and gives you a way better chance to win. Uh, Steven Piscotti in the third inning, Cardinals up three to one, and Maeda reeling first and second, nobody out, and he's Piscotti bunting. I mean, if if wait what? Yeah, if Piscotti. If he if you don't trust Piscotti to why is he why why, why are you serious yes oh man I'm glad I did go to bed um, good God and so predictably Piscotti terrible two attempts gets down o two and then fouls out to the first baseman when he continued to bunt when he was down in the count no o two he but he tried to bunt o one strike o two strike looked awful right. absolutely terrible uncomfortable yeah naturally and then uh fouled out to the first baseman it's probably only three times in his career he's probably been asked to butt fourth inning uh michael waka struggling a little bit gives up a hit to yasiel puig and gives up to hit to kenta maeda the opposing pitcher yep where the dodgers take the lead four to three at 90 pitches waka looks pretty done leak goes eight innings last night you have a very well rested bullpen waka comes out for the next inning and i don't quite understand that mm. Let's the first two base runners on, first and second, nobody out. Matheny brings in Brett Cecil. We've seen how that works with <laughs> inherited runners this year. Both of the inherited runners score. Cardinals down 6-3. Game's basically over at that point. Ooh. Game's kind of – look, I'm generally a Matheny apologist. I've, I've been on record on this show. A lot, of, a lot of record talk this morning. Everybody's on record. Yeah, we have to. We want to be. We look. We we Check hold the ourselves to the standard. We hold ourselves to that standard. But to that point, hey, Gaines makes a great. Point. It makes a good case. That sound. I didn't like. I said I didn't watch the game because uh, I have to be up at three thirty and make my trek all the way down here to uh, South City, St. Louis. But yeah, that's I can't can't explain it. I, I I think it's there's just no excuse for it. You know, we we know that Trevor Rosenthal might be dealing with some shoulder stuff. Um, but I don't. There's been rested bullpens this year, sure, and moves in the games where there are rested bullpens just seem questionable at best. I would say, right? Um, I would like to see Rosenthal moving into that kind of Andrew Miller role that we saw the Indians have last year in the playoffs. Absolutely. Very success. You know, when you got first and second, nobody out. Who at a pivotal point in the game when it's four to three? Who better to bring in? Then a guy can, who can strike three guys out in a row on right. a hundred mile per hour heat and then reset for you. Uh, you know, Cardinals should have taken advantage early and uh, buried a pitcher who was looking uh, on the ropes. They Very. didn't and uh, find themselves now in second place by a game to the Cubs and Brewers, but tied in the loss column. Well, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. Thatcher calling in a sympathetic, oh, a sympathetic God. voice. I think I know why he's a calling. Sympathetic voice. Oh jeez. Hey Thatcher, how's life in Chicago, Thatcher? Oh, it's a beautiful morning, guys. I woke up today, looked at the standings, and uh, we, we. I know it's still kind of early, but we, we crept up a little bit there as Gain just mentioned the first place. Saw the uh, Cardinals dropped a late one in in LA last night, so they dropped down. Actually, I think they're technically in third place according they, to MLB. They technically are in third um, place. Yes, sir. so. So you know, I, called in a couple, I called in a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, before the Cubs uh, series, and I said it wasn't really feeling so much like a rivalry. And thanks, not nothing really. The Cardinals did. It was more so, I think, the uh, the slide play that kind of set off the Cubs there. And since then, we've been on a pretty big tear. That Sunday, Arietta, the dead arm game. It's oh a dead my God! Game. That's they what, even have names for these games. Every they once lose. in a while, you have a player of that talent who's had probably one of the best streaks of any pitcher in major. He was born in a great town. A I'll give him that. He 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 didn't come out firing that Sunday. We dropped the game five five nothing. But since then, guys, we've really been able to turn it around. I think that everything is kind of leading up to next weekend when the Cubs and Cards play here again. But in just kind of looking over everything and thinking about, you know, was it. Why was why were we apprehensive there mm. for for a couple games heading into the St. Louis? And I think it comes down to the old classic problem of just having too much talent. <laughs> <laughs> Thatcher breaking it down here on St. Louis Live. Because if you saw, and we were going through that stretch there, where you know it was kind of like this Schwarber and left. You know what's going to happen here, and then you know Hab comes up, and this kid is just on fire. <laughs> And now it's like another piece of talent is thrown into the equation. And then you went, um, you know, we had the, the Reds played really well against them. 
Um, you know, I know. I think at the time they were in first place. They're dropping down. I don't see them hanging around and, and putting up much of a fight moving forward. But right now with the Cubs, you know, I think uh, I, I said it yesterday. I thought yesterday was a huge win against the Giants. I know the Giants aren't exactly the, the hottest team in baseball, but to, to be battling the elements that we've been battling here in Chicago, where mentally right now it's hard to get in rhythm because of the weather. And oh, my like God. The Jesus The weather Christ, finally turned. The weather has finally turned. <laughs> And you notice the that the weather, weather turning, the, the Rizzo has turned it on. Oh, because boy. now Rizzo's hitting the ball. And now this is where the team really starts to fire. This is basically where we were last year from, like, day one. It's basically like April 1st, 2016 is now May 26th. 2017. Okay, so, pretty cold in October. And not only that, uh, don't give me this weather talk now, in Chicago. Now that the weather, now that the oh weather God, has he's really on. He's onto this. It's, it's, it's able. You're able to mentally zone in because when that weather, when that, when you go through what we went through the last couple of weeks here, <laughs> where you know the, the Cincinnati weather was incredible, we won, and then we played the Friday game, which was probably, probably. Who are you? Top seven worst weather games in oh, MLB history. Top it was seven. just horrible. What? He has, so he's we, ranked we, the we weather games. Mike Lee's space bar texting it. Hey, Thatcher, game. do you want an olive with the bleach martini I just ordered for you? Friday game to the Brewers. We oh, my God. To the Brewers and bad weather. And then Saturday, <laughs> a team that plays in a retractable dome stadium is there making, you know, uh, disputing that we called the game two hours before game. Didn't you guys win the World Series when it was 27 degrees outside? What the hell are you talking about, Thatcher? Don't give me this weather talk. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. Oh, Thatcher, you're become that person. When you're, when you're, when it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're a baseball mm. player, Mm-mm-mm. if you're a media producer like myself. <laughs> Wait a minute! Now he's he's plugging himself. Right, Chris. right. Yeah. If you work I mean, with Jennifer Hudson on the reg, like myself. But, but listen, when you're mentally not knowing what you're walking into every day, it can wear on you. Mentally and not knowing Chicago's weather's been the same then, for decades. But it's not meant. Baseball's not meant to be played. In thirty degree weather, it's just you won the World Series not. in thirty degree weather. What are you talking about, man? Travis, 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 that was a gradual progression. <laughs> this, this is all over the place. You don't know what's going to go on day to day. You don't know if you don't know if you should get your summer clothes out, keep the winter coat. These are decisions that affect the rhythm of every single professional person in the city. <laughs> every single every professional person in the city. <laughs> So President Obama is absolutely affected by the weather presently in Chicago. President Obama hasn't even been to Chicago. He's <laughs> hanging out with his friends in like the, I don't know where he's at. He's all over, I think he's come to the city twice since 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 he left office. But guys, looking at looking at the standings right now, twenty five and twenty one. Of course, we got they send us right back to the West Coast. These Aww. travel schedulers. Aww. want us to just be all over the place. There's no, like, stopping in Colorado, maybe Arizona, maybe St. Louis. No, they put us right back on the West Coast. Hopefully they got some sleep. And if you saw, guys. Hopefully the they get some sleep. Oh, God. Anchorman, the whole, like, the, the scary thing is that the Cardinals right now are kind of like, like, there's like this weird sense that they, that is just kind of like, they're kind of like hanging on, like, you know, but where the Cubs won yesterday and then they're dressing like Anchorman, like they're totally relaxed. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Yeah, oh, shut up. Hilarious. Oh, my God. I almost, I almost laughed, like the, the creativity. I was literally laughing last night Get from maybe an hour and a half. Get Thatcher out of here. Thatcher, go worry <laughs> now, about your John Lackey and, and his 5 ERA and his 4-4 four and four record, no. who probably won't even be a Cub in a month or so. So how no, about Lackey's you guys worry about that in that rotation Lackey's, that's busted? Lackey's probably Lackey's probably good. Lackey's, I went to the game Monday night, and it was not a good outing. It was just, it was done. not look very good. But I will say this, 25 and 21, going up for, you know, basically we're like, what? What do you want to say? A third of the way through the season. And everything is looking like it's, like it's, oh, it's starting to come together. Oh, I think that the amount of talent is going to be a problem moving forward, but I think that we can work with that. Obviously, Madden's proven his ability to. Chris, Chris, get your boy out of here. Get your boy Thatcher and then out of here. From there, this isn't CSN. Get the hell out of here. Get Thatcher out of here. Who the hell does he think he is? We got Ken Bone, Rel Battle on today, and he thinks he's going to take up our time. God. Thank you. Go grab a fork and play with a power outlet from Mike Lee's face bar. 636, sending in a bleach chugging picture. Pepe, get this pansy as David Ross Build-A-Bear. 
636 sending another bleach. 636 sending in a bleach martini. Mike Lee's space bar, find a knife and run. No. <laughs> How about we make that our fair foul today, Chris? Carlos our Stadium. fair foul is Chicago Cubs fans becoming the new B-Fibs. Fair foul. I like Chicago it. Cubs fans become the new B-Fibs. That's today's fair foul. And a, thanks to you, Thatcher, now I'm putting every doggone Cubs fan on notice because you didn't piss me off now. I wasn't. I didn't even care. I saw the standings. I saw the Cubs moved up. We anticipated the Cubs in, moving but up. But we're tied in the loss. Exactly. Two games in hand. And they're a half game ahead of the Brewers. Oh, so, Brewers are done. Yeah, they are. And they're a game behind the Cubs. Are, Cardinals are a game behind the Cubs right now in the uh, Central Division. Look, you know, look, and, and Thatcher's tongue-in-cheek, but I've seen similar commentary online when it comes to Cubs fans, and I get it. You win a World Series, you get a little full of yourself, and you guys have spent years calling out Cubs Cardinals fans for years, calling them out for years. But fair or foul, Cubs fans becoming the new B-Fibbers. All right, we'll do that. Prize today, we'll see about getting some comedy tickets. I say, how we'll about, since we're just, when they're not here, we're telling people they're going to lunch with listeners. How about Ken Bone? <laughs> lunch with Ken Bone at no. McDonald's. No, I don't how think about that's that, huh? I think, uh, I think we're going to send two people to the Funny Bone, maybe. Ooh, yeah, Funny maybe Bone. Remember that ad? <laughs> Sadly, I do. Uh, the Rhino's Nest weighing in. Is his mic on? Oh, boy. Do you have a question, Justin? Oh, God. What's B-Fibs? <laughs> B-Fibs is best. It's, good, it's good interning on a on a Get out pseudo here. sports radio show. Oh, it's base, best No, it's best, best, fan, best fans, fans in baseball. Oh, okay. Cardinals Cardinals fans have long since congratulated themselves for being uh, that they're the most uh, what courteous and they said, "Oh, best fans of baseball." They and then it, the right no, way. It, went, and it went it went it went full circle as in it went from being like a, a nice moniker to all right, beef hammer. Okay, you know. So like another shocking revelation of people being lazy about saying the whole word and just shortening it. Maybe take that point to the next oh, hour, yeah, Justin. Go there, I don't know about that. We all, we all have an inner cut his mic off, Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. In fact, yeah. just set it on fire. Yeah, that'd be great. That'll be enough out of the rhino's nest for uh, for this so morning. Have a social commentary on us shortening words. How about you just take your ass back to Webster University? Maybe they can short some words over there. Tell them, Trav. Yeah. <laughs> That'll, that'll, that'll learn them. Uh, again, guests galore today. Sean O'Brien, Rail Battle, join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Ken Bone in the 9 o'clock hour. And we're going to play, play, play a little Army of Two. We'll do some Ken Army of Two. Yeah, yes. we're going we're gonna to put Ken on the spot and allow you to listen to decide when you're in a perilous situation. Who are you choosing? Me, Carly, Chris, Gaines, or special guest Ken Bone. And we were told uh, by some listeners there's a streaming issue. We're on it. We're working on it. We are working on it. We got our good friend Seth. He's right now. He's he's talking to Streamline.org, and he's going to get it finished. He's <laughs> going to take care of it. Uh, it's been an interesting first hour. Uh, yeah, so we'll give away we'll give away two tickets to uh, Funny Bone today for Fair Foul Games. You get that up, uh, or do I need to do that? It's uh, internet. a little internet issue. internet issue, internet and streaming Don't issue. Don't forget, Fair Foul is to the people. Fair Foul is That's to how the you people. do it, Gaines. That's how you do it, son. Yeah, he's looking over there now. He's scared like, damn, hope I didn't ruin Travis's award-winning segment. Fair or foul. Thank you, man. Damn. Jim Body's on top of things today. <laughs> uh, no, Cardinals, um, I don't know, man. I want to I wanna get that out of the uh, – I, I want them to get their heads out of their rears. Oh, is that – No, everything is – I think, Chris, everything's happening the way we thought maybe could happen. Yeah, we there won't be stretch. This is a competitive team. These are teams that are going to be competing for the playoffs. And we can only get worse. They're heading to Denver next, and a very hot Colorado Rockies team. So again, if we if you wanted to have an idea as to what this Cardinals team is capable of doing this season, we're seeing it right now. And like I said, I think after this road trip at the end of the month, we will have a very strong idea as to what we're going to get out of the Cardinals this summer. And I think it looks—I don't know—tell me, guys, it looks pretty close to what we saw last year. It's starting to look very close to what we saw a year ago. I don't, and I, th- I think we kind of felt this way in April when they were in their slide because we considered maybe nothing has changed. But you guys tell me, are th- do you think this Cardinals team is looking like almost an identically like the team from a year ago? I think pitching is unbelievable. I mean, it's the best rotation in the major leagues right now. So if that stays where it's at, they're going to have success this summer. Chris? Uh yeah, Gaines always has a great point bringing up pitching, but uh, feels worse than last year. It's, uh, like they they were a game away from the playoffs last year, and who knows what happens if they get see, in. Eletmus Diaz struggling, 
Cardinals offensive bats inconsistent again. Pitching has been phenomenal. Uh, bullpen still worries me. It really just has a vibe, the feeling right now with this ball club. They have moments where you're like, okay, all right, we feel good about the chances of uh, maybe making some noise here in September and October. And then there are times, like last night, and to Gaines's point, where uh, Mike Matheny kind of gets in the way of a game where the Cardinals still had an opportunity to win, and it, uh, you know, the, they get the break speed off of them at the end of the game. So it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping that they do a better job in Colorado this weekend, but it's going to be tough. Rockies right now, they, they're just head offense in that stadium right now. They're clicking on all cylinders. The Cardinals are going to have their work cut out for them this weekend heading into Coors. I love Coors, by the way. Beautiful stadium. What a, one of the best venues, by the way, in all of baseball. Love Denver. A great downtown setting. The Cardinals in, in, in a, a little bit kind of took a page out of their book when building the brand-new Bush Stadium. They took it out of new, the Coors Field. So it got that kind of feel. It's just a beautiful ballpark. Sir, we never corn. Hell yeah, it is, Chris. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> they give you dime bags every time you walk into the stadium. In fact, that's what's inside all their bobbleheads. People don't know that. That's what's inside of every Colorado Rocky bobblehead. <laughs> Jimmy P's b-ball game. And Beer Cat streaming is back up. I'm not going to say what he said, but it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny. We can't say it's he's funny not, if we can't say it. He's not happy with his other option. He's, he's, I think he podcasts us a lot. He's not happy with his other option, and he says he, he can't do that right now. Oh, I see what he's trying to say. So uh, I'm not sure uh, everybody's going to be. Thank up. you, uh, oh. Seth, for going to Streamline.org and talking to their customer service. Kankle's texting in. Hey, Trav, look forward to lunch. Only question I have is, are you wearing the dress or am I? Nice. Kankle's won a free lunch with Travis yesterday for winning fair or foul. I don't understand. And this is people are like, oh, man, Travis, you know, what happens when you're not there on the show? This is what happens. Justin's back there like, I ain't even had lunch with Travis. <laughs> There's a reason, Justin. <laughs> Text in. Maybe you can win. No, we've got uh, streamings up. Everything's going well. We'll get the fair or foul up. We'll give away two tickets to the Funny Bone. And uh, I'm excited, guys. We'll give those away for uh, Rel Battle and Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien. Top of the morning to you. Why do you? You're so racist. No, that's racist as hell. Nah, damn it. Thank you, Travis. <sighs> okay. Tell you what. It's been a very fun first hour. Giamatti, what do you say? You want to take a little break? Great, uh, great thanks to uh, everybody for tuning in for the Matthew Ehrenreich, Edward Jones, 7 o'clock hour. Excited to be here. Three guests coming in for the rest of the show. Trav, Gaines, everybody A else. plus, Chris. <laughs> Quick break. We'll be right back.